the, the world's ending. Uh, God bless, man. Scott's not even playing against people. He's I'm playing single-player games and say it. He's, yeah. he's yelling at the computer. Neighbor! Marshall's the kind of guy that would try to pressure you into having, like, you know, an Eiffel Tower scenario of threesome. <laughs> it's just because he wants to get you in bed. I need to make a movie about this weird guy. Sorry, we were kind of rolling there for a second. Cheeseball computer games is a good, that's a good drop. (laughs) This is just like one of those cheeseball computer games. Actually, that's not a bad fucking idea to get. You can very, like, deliberately try to bring up things that, like, lead to that. (laughs) Well, no, anytime we talk about video games, I can just do that. That's true. (laughs) And we do sometimes. Yeah. Hang on, let me just quickly glance. Also, we're recording. Oh, we are? For sure. Okay, um... Hey, everybody. <laughs> you can find some things in there you can patch together. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe at toward the end. the end, yeah. So, no now the show where we talk about movies and whatever we can possibly come up with to talk to, talk about. These are trying times. Trying times. <laughs> like, hashtag trying times. Bereft of content. So what? I tried to do, I tried to, yeah, I've been like, get it out. I told you I've been walking around, so I've been seeing like the weird, I told you the, the Korean guy punched a dog last yeah. week. I'd seen this guy a couple times before, but now I realize he's there every time I fucking, I go walking. There's like this like severely autistic neighbor that sits in his garden, like picking up very small pieces of dirt and putting them to, into another small pile. Oh, and God. and uh, he's listening to like a like fantasy audiobooks. <laughs> that's like the perfect like that's like the epitome of like someone who has lost their mind. Yeah, it's piling dirt. I know. I almost thought like I thought he was actually working on something like of meaning. Like he was maybe he's maybe like, oh look, that guy's just is listening to fantasy audiobooks. You know, um, tastes are yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> tastes to each his own. Yeah, and uh, maybe making like a tomato plant or something in his yard. Then I drove walk by him like five more times, and I realized he wasn't making any progress beyond the two piles of dirt that so he was hovering that, over. That, that, that he, makes that makes all work and no play. Makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> normal so is he like piling dirt claws i or? don't fucking know i'm not gonna stare at the guy he's probably he's gonna, gonna prefer- ask if you, autistic people if you make eye contact with them they steal your yeah. soul <laughs> it's like staring into the abyss and the abyss will look back at you <laughs> but yeah so there's that guy and yeah i told you the the, the dog punching korean and then uh yeah that's that's, that's uh basically all i've been doing a little bit of work here and there, you know. That guy literally sounds like he'd be like a bit character in a movie. Yeah, I yeah. Know. It doesn't sound not real. a good one either. Like, <laughs> no, just completely background that you're just like, wait, what is this guy doing? He's just making piles. He's like of dirt. The, the guy who dances in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, he's just doing a fucking waltz by himself. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he's the gardener. I got I got Chicken Man and the gardener. <laughs> And I got... Um, it's a good title. Yeah. Chicken, Chicken Man in the, the Garden. Garden. <laughs> Chicken Man is an enigmatic fe- fe- uh, figure. He is. You know, he's almost like the guy in fucking the movie we watched tonight. <laughs> you don't really know who he is. <laughs> yeah, he's the true mystery. Um, 
Yeah. So that's what I've been fucking keeping busy with. Gabe, you've been keeping busy with anything? No, I've been playing way too much Call of Duty Warzone. Ah, oh, that's like fucking. I beat it once. I beat it. That's like fast food for your brain, dude. A little bit. Yeah, I agree. You don't want to be playing that much of it, yeah. but <laughs> it it got pretty addicting. It's uh, Warzone is 150 players. Yeah, it's one of those rap battle royale. Yeah, and it's like I one got of those close. Cheeseball computer games. I, was just <laughs> I got opportunity. I got close a couple of times. Yeah, and it's just like. As soon as it gets into that last circle... Did of, people tell you to get good? What's that? <laughs> Did people, they tell you to get good? <laughs> oh, I know, but um, I was playing with my buddy Steve uh, last night, and uh-huh. we immediately we were grouped up with two other people because it's a squad of yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, And they were like... Right away, they were like, yo, these guys, these white dudes over here... Because his name is like Big Steve on there, and they obviously uh, heard us Steve. talking. <laughs> it's not a, there's no black guy named Steve except Steve Urkel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, but like they instantly started talking shit, and was like, hey, "We're on our team. Like, do you want to just like play the game instead of like talking shit about yeah. that we're white? When is being white a bad thing in their um, world today? Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't aware of that. No, you didn't get the memo, Gabe. Wow, so they, they were ahead of the curve. This happened last night. Yeah. I guess that proves once and for all if you're black or not. They, so what they ended up doing is they, they went by themselves, instantly died, and they're like, I was like, hey, I guess the white guy has to buy you back into the game. That's unfortunate. Whoa. Oh, shit. You race for. I was, like, I was like, good thing my credit score is good. I'm like, yours. <laughs> but Gabe, your race is other, I thought. Yeah, I know, but my vo- if you hear my voice online, Gabe actually white. selected other on standardized he, testing. He did because Portuguese no. is not white in his eyes. <laughs> well, it's my uh, our specific like Azorian descent is slightly different than mainland Portuguese. I do white now because it's it's like not worth explaining. Yeah. It's also that's not accurate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was filling up the census and I asked Don. I was like, uh, "What do you want me to put for your like?" Your nationality or whatever they put yeah, in Yeah, because here. normally when they ask... If you go to the airport and they ask for your nationality when you're going to a different country, you say American. Because yeah. you have to, because you're a naturalized citizen. Yeah. But in the census, they ask your origin. But yeah. the, you're not originally from another that's country. I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. You talked me out of it. So I, 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 I put think, down French. Now they think I'm from France. <laughs> now they're going to start They're gonna start spying and be like, what is this French bastard? No. <laughs> no, they just know they have to threaten him slightly and he'll surrender. It's true. It's true. And sadly, French of all the things that I made up of yeah, is were, the least shameful. You were, yeah, you were like, that's the thing I'm like least fucking worried about like people knowing. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, I wanted to take the census because then I could um, like write that I'm gay or something funny. It, <laughs> did, did they put that is on? it illegal to lie about, to the census? I, Probably. I think it is. Fuck. You, you're, it's mandatory to do. You didn't well, have to I mean, do they, it. how do they know whether I'm gay or not? Did you? You didn't have to do it. It was mandatory. I'm, well, I'm not the he- technically owner of the building. Oh, okay. So your gramps probably did it. Yeah, he. Did. Well, I gave it to him. He asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, I don't really give a shit. You can have fun with that. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I'm technically the head of this household, but it's just because my name's like on the gas bill. Yeah, <laughs> I resent that. Um, I mean, if anybody's in charge of gas, like, look, look, who's in charge of gas? Yeah, here? fair enough. You're fair like enough. the gas commissar. <laughs> nice. You should have just put your ass towards the... Well, I, I would fart into the mic, but then, like, my lips Maybe are going to be, like, an it, inch right? away That's from true. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gas, man. How'd they know I got gas? <laughs> 
Yeah, I found this uh, restaurant on Instagram called Garfield Eats. And it's a Garfield themed restaurant. So lasagna all day. Yeah, you, you no, it's no, like a you pizza order, place. You order a lasagna. They call it lasagna pizza. They order a you order a lasagna and they cut one piece out of it and then give you the rest of it. <laughs> Everyone who works there is lazy as fuck. <laughs> Here we go. They're not open on Mondays. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's in Toronto and London. And it's really? yeah, here we go. And th- this is the thing. It's got all these fucking Garfield. For some reason, the guy who owns this place, and it's like specifically a guy because his Instagram is linked, and he's like a weird Saudi prince or something. <laughs> Not even joking. What's the owner's name? John? <laughs> no, his name is Nermal. Oh. <laughs> no, um, I was saying like the owner of Garfield. It's no, it's, it's John. In, in, isn't in, it John? I, don't, I thought it was some- John Arbuckle. Yeah, that's no, that's the the character. But I'm pretty sure the guy who makes the name, who makes the comics. Oh, that wasn't what he was asking. No, uh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But that have to be the owner of the restaurant too. No, they <laughs> licensed Garfield because they thought, oh, this is a winning fucking concept, right? Who even fucking talk? Like, who talks about yeah. Garfield other than old people that like read the funnies? This is the one guy still holding on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Garfield's He's gonna like be Garfield super fan or something. Garfield's gonna be funny again. I can't, wait, I can't wait to get that comic page in the mail. Let's go to the website, GarfieldEats.com. <laughs> See if like they have a page that says our philosophy or something. Garfield history. Garfield eats inspired by the 1980s most famous hungry orange cat that lives with us for more that lives with us for so this is written awesomely. Yeah. <laughs> That lives with us for more than 40 years, no punctuation, becoming a global pop culture with only 200 million com... With over... Oh, sorry. I thought it said with only 200 million. This sounds like Monica's like science project thesis. <laughs> How come does the moon and follow you the car, the moon? Hang on. 40 years becoming a global pop culture with over 200 million comic books sold in 80 countries and 40 languages. The Garfield Show has 25 million years... 25 million views weekly worldwide. I didn't realize that there was still syndication. <laughs> Wait, they're talking about the cartoon or like the yeah, comic strip? Yeah, the Garfield show, it says. No, there's no way that's still in syndication. Maybe on, think... maybe on some weird-ass fucking channel. Or wherever this fuck this dude is. I think, I fucking... think, I think, do they still do Garfield in the newspaper every week? I'm sure they do true, that. But they're talking about the said, show. No, they said views, but I think they're just retarded. Well, yes. <laughs> Clearly. Anyway, this is oh, so it don't no bull, bullshit. It really does have Garfield eats restaurants philosophy on here. Well, let's hear it. Garfield loves to enter gauge, and you think that our enter gauge is nonsense? Nay, Garfield believes. This is what it says. This is what Garfield believes. I swear to God, this is my first time being on this website. I just screenshotted the fucking page because I thought the, the idea of a you, Garfield restaurant. How did you unearth this? I don't Instagram. You just like look, you're scrolling forever for my food pictures, and then all of a sudden I saw like a bunch of Garfield comics holding up shitty looking fucking cafeteria food. I think this and I was is, like, there's a gold mine here. I think this is the first thing we can thank the pandemic for is you finding this. Because this never would have fucking happened if you're working full time. Like so the first weird. week of it, too. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, I'm still on this. Still. <laughs> the silver lining to it all really garfield believes who cares that all those people died worth it garfield believes communities deserved a fun new digital way to order farm to plate food and merch 
Because when I think of getting dinner, I also better grab some merch at this restaurant. Also, how is pizza farm to plate? I don't fucking know. Or as we shall call it, entergaging. Entertaining and entergaging. And engaging. <laughs> See, it's addictive. It is the most entertaining restaurant app out there. Users can watch exclusive Garfield episodes, play Food Attack AR, order delicious food, collect paws, unlock goop. Goop? Goopons. Goop. Is that really what it says? Goopons? G O U P O N S. Take a pass on like that. Like Garfield coupons, oh, I'm going with. Oh, Gabe's a fucking detective. <laughs> no, I speak a little retard. <laughs> Jesus. Goopons? You couldn't come up with anything? Even if it was like... No, Garpons sounds stupid, too. <laughs> Garpons sounds slightly yeah, even more retarded. To there's no good, no good way out of this, really. <laughs> Okay, that was number one. So he, this is the that was the segment on entertaining. It, it already sounds like the worst restaurant. Like I don't want to play like shitty well, games the while I wait minute. for my bad pizza. <laughs> I'll show you the food after this. But Gar, just want you to know that number two, this is the second part of Garfield's philosophy. <laughs> this fictional cartoon character. Hey man, there's a Saudi prince behind this, and he really loves Garfield. <laughs> Garfield is the weirdest shit, guys. Garfield is sensitive to environmental and environmentally friendly packaging, which can be which can repurposed called Rebox. I think there's a certain shoe company that might have a word. (laughs) Wait, how's it spelled? No, it's not spelled the same. I'm kidding. Oh, we're good. We're yeah. good. <laughs> pizza boxes convert to pizza plate. Lasagna boxes into tissue boxes. Fries boxes into a travel pack and more. This sounds more complicated than our Chinese guy at Dunkin' Donuts rating system of movies. <laughs> oh, by far. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's pretty intuitive. <laughs> I agree. Okay, so that, that was Garfield Loves the Environment. So Garfield Loves Farming. Who knew? This is my favorite part so far. Garfield is hungry, but concerned about healthy living concerns. <laughs> Garfield Eats will adhere to strict farm-to-plate supply sourcing, guaranteeing no GMOs. This must be like a Canadian thing. You think? Yeah, it's got to be, because I've never heard of farm-to-plate like as being like a certain... St- like a certi- certification or something. Well, I mean, they made up like edu, whatever the <laughs> <It's> fuck. <true. laughs> we're, we're, we've crossed the Rubicon now. <laughs> Their dictionary is slightly different than yeah. ours. I, no, I feel like the farm to plate thing is a thing for restaurants. Yeah, but it's not like a like a certification you get like a like a piece of paper for. Yeah. Like think about like farmer's daughter. Like all that's yeah, from yeah. like sourced from local farms true. and stuff like that. I guess it's it's a marketable thing. That's not the problem we have with it. The problem yeah. we have with it is Garfield. Yeah. Like, why the association? <laughs> Farm to plate's the best idea I've heard. I, yeah. Unless this place is like, we got really good lasagna. I don't understand well, the connection that we're going to be the judge of that based want. on the pictures in a moment. But anyway, so brand story. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Garfield's dreams come true. Garfield Eats is the first world's first quick engaging restaurant app, both engaging and entertaining. App users can play, watch, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Garfield eats highly anticipated, very highly anticipated, Garfield-shaped pizzas, lasagnas, spaghetti, and Garfield 3D dark chocolate bars. <laughs> what? I think there might be 3D printed chocolate. Okay. All right. <laughs> chocolate. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, look. Everyone there is a fucking mudskin. <laughs> Are you sure they didn't 3D, like, chocolate print all those people? <laughs> I think it might, <laughs> actually. You could be right. <laughs> 
Oh, this is the guy, Nathan Maz Nathan Masri. Look at the vacant stare on Nathan. Yeah, really. He looks like he might have killed a few people. <laughs> Nathan, so yeah, he did. It was it's part of the ritual back in Saudi. Nathan sold his ad agency at age 24, joined the VP of marketing for Mr. Sub and a bunch of other shit. Nathan convinces Jim Davis, that's the guy's name, creating the world's first Garfield Eats, making him the world's youngest Garfield licensee to develop the first Garfield-shaped pizza cutter. Is that something to be proud of? <laughs> oh, he's also an author. You own the... the based on the way he writes in this, he must be a fucking top-notch <laughs> stellar pet wordsmith. He fucking he owns like a, a property that's like so ancient that I like know. nobody I, gives I, I a gar- shit. I'm sure fucking uh, Jim Davis had to take time out of his busy schedule <laughs> to entertain this gracious offer. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me just look at the food now. Let's see. Because it's not like youngest president where you're like, oh, this guy must really have his shit together or something. It's just youngest fucking person. Garfield, owns Garfield. Garfield. Look at the lasagna. It's not a good looking lasagna. I, I definitely, it looks like Stouffer's quality. <laughs> Stouffer's microwavable. The Don't only, talk shit about the Stouffer's Corporation. The, the only <laughs> talks with an ad, ad read. Uh, oh, shit. The only thing I'm going to give him credit for is the little like Garfield Eats label. That looks good. Whoever did the graphic design for okay, that, that looks you. nice. Hog, hog on my phone. <laughs> oh, the logo you think is good? Oh, it just looks like the comic. So it's like, I, it, it's, it's good. And oh, I see looking. what they mean by 3D chocolate bar. Okay. It like pops out of the yeah. That's I mean, not that impressive. You could just make a mold that shape. <laughs> no, it's three D printed. It's Garfield's potato tail. It's one of those unraveled potatoes on a stick. Okay. Yeah, this looks shitty. Like, look at that shitty pizza. The whole claim to fame is oh, he's like oh, I thought of doing a fucking Garfield shaped pizza cutter. Woo. Anyway, you guys check out GarfieldEats.com. Uh, I'm not bullshitting you. It's a real thing. <laughs> you guys, let's pool our money together. We're going to get the licensing. After the coronavirus is over, we're going to Toronto to try Garfield Eats. We're going to yeah, get... Like the, and we're going to play with be destroyed by the fucking <laughs> like it's existed, crumbling <laughs> economy. We're, we're going to get the trademark to Dilbert. <laughs> yeah. Dilbert and then, Eats. And then we're going to get... Dilbert uh, Devours. Ziggy. Uh, we're, or, <laughs> it's gonna be Ziggy. Ziggy's good too. And then what? What do you like? What's a shitty food everybody likes? Like burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Ziggy burgers. Ziggy burgers. <laughs> that actually sounds better. Oh fuck, that sounds Way pretty better. good. I'm getting hungry for a Ziggy <laughs> burger right about now. <laughs> fuck man. So, um, build it. They will come. Hell yeah, dude. Did you see uh, that in China? They're not allowing black people into anything. <laughs> What? Because they me? think they have the virus. Oh, they're the cause now. <laughs> yeah, I know the irony, right? How, how many? This how, is not how many? Just, how many black people are in China? Honestly, how many black a people? Decent amount of Africans there. Really? Yeah, because they because China is like invading Africa with like mines and shit. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like comparatively, like to here, and they're gonna be like, no, they're the ones. <laughs> I guess. I guess there's a disproportionate there's like a vi- amount there's like of... There's like a video um, of like an African lady in China being like trying to go into McDonald's and like this this little chimp woman of, you know, the little tiny Asian woman is like pushing her out with a broomstick and shit. <laughs> Mama used to chase coons off the porch with a broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What the fuck? But it's like, think of like... I guess there's a disproportionate amount of black people that are dying of the coronavirus here. Yeah, it's because a disproportional there's a disproportional amount of morbidly obese black people. Well, I was gonna say they're also like stacked on top of each other in like urban neighborhoods. They're also really fat. (laughs) 
Yeah, they die of heart disease more like yeah. more than us. So, sorry, black folk. Salt and coronavirus is the death of you. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, you like watching anything? You watch anything around the? This I, I have. I haven't been doing shit. I've been cleaning the house, which I haven't been doing a good job. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. Playing, playing Call of Duty and shit. There's, there's no. nothing. I have nothing going on. I'm isolated from everybody except for you guys and the people at work. Me too. Pretty it's, much. It's fucking god awful. I had to have Easter Zoom with the family. Oh, did you? It was weird. I didn't know what to do with myself, so I was just like pacing around the whole entire fucking house. Really? Wow. I just, well, I don't celebrate that uh, pagan holiday. Yeah. What, what are you Jewishly? Did Nothing. you do Passover? No. You didn't do Passover? No, we didn't do it. I, I, At least they have good food on Passover. Like, I can't it's knock okay. that. I mean, there's some good things. It's good stuff. Like what? Knishes, I don't know. Knishes <laughs> aren't fucking kosher for They're Passover. Not? There's fucking leaven yeah. bread in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck Passover. Yeah, I don't know. Passover sucks dick. There's no good food for that. <laughs> yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Potato Lockies is kind of a, is kind of like a Hanukkah Purim thing. Yeah, Lockas are good. Yeah, that's a Hanukkah thing. So <laughs> I mean, I know we hate on Jews a lot of the time, but like they're terrible people, but like the food's pretty good. It's not. I don't find Jewish food very good. You don't like a Jewish deli food? I mean, th- all right. I guess they kind of pioneered deli meats, but that's it. Like, what, 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 when you think of other than just deli meat in general, what do you Matzo ball soup's good. Okay, that's one food item. But, like, in general, most Jewish food is like pickled fish. Yeah. Gefilte fish. Yeah, gefilte fish, pickled herring. I remember my dad used to. My, my dad, dad got. You know my dad, obviously. Oh, I'm sure he loves he, it. No, he got gefilte fish, and he's like, "That's disgusting." Really? Because <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, I used to like. My dad used to be like, "I'll give you five dollars if you eat one whole piece of gefilte fish." He loved it too. He should have seen him going at it like it was fucking ice cream. Really. I imagine it being like lutefisk, like tasting of ammonia. No, it's not like that. It's a pickles. It's like pickled fish. <laughs> I like pickles, but I, I can't. I don't know if I could do it. And then it. he also likes that chopped liver, which is just liver, and it's like the texture of like it's a sorbet. Yeah, pate. Yeah, yeah. And he, actually, I can I can kind of understand that because I like liverwurst every once in a while. Yeah, you ever have one? I've had it before. I'm liverwurst, not crazy about it. Don, I don't think I've ever had it. No, it's makes your breast smell like cat food. It really does. It's not the best tasting thing, but it's one of those things that's like... <laughs> it's one of those things you force down your gullet. No, it's... I remember when I was a kid and I would have one, like a sandwich of that like once a year with my dad. And it was like... I'll have you, two number nines. <laughs> number nine large. You had it so like infrequently that you had it and you were like, oh yeah, I remember this. this, like, sounds, this sounds there's like going to be an older relative in the house that wants it though for it to be there. Yeah. It, oh, and, and you need yellow mustard. Like you can't yeah. just eat like a liverwurst sandwich. It has to have yellow mustard. I got to be honest. It sounds like in if it's free, it's for me type of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, I, mean, I haven't I haven't had it since I was a kid, so I don't like know. It tastes like fucking shit, but I only eat it once a year, so I love it. Like <laughs> it tastes like fucking cat food. <laughs> I'll eat cat food once a year. Fuck I'm, it. I'm trying to think of something. Else I Tell me, to. I fucking won't. I would nice. say it's something like on the scale of like lamb, but I've had lamb that I liked. Too. Lamb's fucking delicious. Never dude. had lamb actually. Lamb curry is amazing. Lamb. Uh, oh, so I have had lamb actually. Yeah. I've had lamb curry. So yeah, I'm about it. 
I'm trying, I'm trying to, I can't think of anything to compare it to. It doesn't taste bad, but it's not something you'd want to eat all the time. I would eat lamb once a week okay, at like most. Corned beef hash is something I don't want to eat all the time, but I do like it when I have it. Yeah, my but, wife likes the fucking canned kind, and I'm like, it's just like dog food. Yeah, basically. <laughs> if you crisp it off enough, it's it's pretty, if you, pretty Yeah, good. if you trick yourself into thinking it's not dog food. It's, uh, yeah, it's liverwurst good. is like the lowest form of that kind of food. <laughs> Sure. So you're really it's selling bl- it. You're selling it really well. It's below because well, it's the worst part of it's the liver. The worst. <laughs> That's not why they call it liverwurst. I know. <laughs> worst is because it's like German sausage or some yeah, shit, right? Exactly. I know. I've obviously. Yeah. Um, it does have. Oh, a, that got me really good. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much how much I could drag yeah, fucking liverwurst out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't done any socializing really. My wife's fucking going stir crazy because, like I said, she only before the show we were talking, I said the only time we get out at all, or she gets out at all now, is to go to the liquor store once a week. That's her social event. Of I know, the well, because I go to the grocery store during the week because there's less people, and so she ends up being confined because it's work. After going to the liquor store, it's like she's all like has a noticeable pep in her step, like it's. <laughs> There's a, some kind of fucking like like reprieve from this like dismal we're, we're, cloud we're living under. We're social creatures. Even if you're an introvert, you need physical interaction with other people. You really do. Yeah, you need a fuck. It's a physical interaction. No dolls. No dolls. <laughs> Did they make you like wait in the six feet apart lines of the grocery store? It just store? wasn't enough. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shit's yes. getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. Now, Have like, you been every- out? Yeah, I, Gabe has it. I, I've been out because I like I'm just prepared to die. For, I went like, to a Popeyes. Decade. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, but like now, like almost every place has like a fucking like gl- not glass, like, glass, glass, glass or glass. Pl- yeah, or like plastic like shield in yeah. front of like the people. I know. I saw that at a liquor store I went to, and I yeah. was like, "Really, guys? They, I gave you that mask because a lot of places aren't letting you in. Um, where? Places without masks." Some places are doing that. Well, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. I'm not going anywhere that doesn't allow me to not wear a mask. I can't. I can't. Can't do it. I'll just. just, I I gave you one. I know. I appreciate it. I just can't. I literally can't not openly laugh when I see people wearing the masks. It's terrible. People are driving in their cars yeah, wearing that's, the fucking that's, thing. It's gotta, you're like, dude, you're already in a safety bubble. I yeah, know. exactly. I, I know I said it last week, but it's like, I promise you there's a number of fucking low IQ individuals who are like, this is it. I'm like fucking Mad Max. I'm going to be strapped on my safety mask. Do you know? Do you want to know what my brother fucking did? What? <laughs> so my work didn't shut down. I got my brother a job. Yeah. He was working in the warehouse where uh-huh. I work. You said he, was. as soon as, yeah, well, as soon as Governor Baker said, all right, you know, non-essential workers, they, we need to st- close all these places. My brother was like, oh, nah, that's, nah, that's me. Even though we're, they were like, no, we're still working. We're still going to yeah. stay open because we make safety equipment. My brother decided to stay at home, which our, my work is allowing for the two weeks. So you can stay at home for two weeks and you can come back. Even if you don't have the PTO, they'll still accept you back. So the two weeks was up. My boss called him and says, uh, like, are you, are you coming back? Like, what's the deal? And my brother said, nah, man. Nah, dog. The, the, the world's ending. Uh, God bless, man. And hung up on him. <laughs> it's so, I can so see <laughs> him saying that verbatim. Oh, my God. I talked to the c- crazy conspiracy theory African dude that works at my place. And he's like, brother fucking crazy. Yeah. He was like, he's like, you really said what that? What's wrong with him? Why he do this? <laughs> He was he was like 
Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> why why you do this? <laughs> so yeah. that's where I'm at with my brother. I literally tried. This is to, only my first job today. I tried to convince him to come back because it's like a lot of people are out of work. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You're going to be easily replaced as soon Although as like. I, I, I'll defend him and I because I've been taking advantage of this too. He's probably making more money on fucking unemployment, honestly. Could be. Talk about perverse incentives. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't it depend on how they how they went about it. No, no. if you could just go collect. All you got to do is go on there is be like, did you work this week? And it's like and you say No. I and to, then you're pretty much yeah, in. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just applied for it because yeah. of my reduced hours. The, the biggest fallout I've had from all this is that um, the fucking masks are irritating the fuck out of my face and ears. Mm. Yeah, I don't wear it. So. Masks are mandatory at my work. Okay. Oh, really? You can't just wear like a bandana? Well, I've been wearing, I wear a cloth mask around my face. Okay. The ironic thing is when I see, when I'm out around people, I see someone without a mask, I'm like, oh, okay, fine. When I see someone with a mask, I'm like, I'm staying the fuck away from that person. They probably fucking yeah. have it. Like, it just, I look at them as par- paranoid pussies. I'm, I'm afraid like their fucking stupidity is going to like fucking <laughs> be contagious. Can you like, my ears probably like to look like mad red. A little bit. A little bit. It's like, but they're, my skin's too sensitive for all this fucking bullshit and you got everything hanging around your ears. Yeah. And it's like with all the fucking particulates and shit I have of grinding metal pipes and fucking welding, it's just all getting caught in the mask and then fucking put back on my face. I was in Target a couple weeks ago, and um, this guy that Don and I know from when he we both worked at Target, like was like, "Stay back, stay six <laughs> yeah, feet yeah. back." Have you seen anybody acting weird like that? No. I mean, we joke about it at work, like, six feet apart, guys, because our boss is literally, like, he comes into the break room and is like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. we're fucking drinking coffee. Like, leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. We've already been exposed to every everybody for, like, weeks on end, and you just started to care now. Yeah. I was in a convenience store, and an old man in front of me, like, a very, like, enfeebled old man, like, dropped his cane. And yeah. he went. To, he went to pick it up, and he was like, "I thought he was gonna fall over." So I like, had to have the internal debate. Like, yeah. is he gonna be like insulted that I touched his fucking cane and think I'm right. gonna get him sick? But I just fucking did it because it's like I don't want to feel. I'm sure he was happy. Old people are not liking this he, whole thing. Yeah, he wasn't very thankful, but he wasn't. Oh. He didn't seem like he was angry that I touched oh, his okay. cane. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But, but he went home. He went in the car and then like sanitized it and like rubbed down like, the rod. I've <laughs> noticed a lot of old people are not like loving this. They're like boomer. Old boomers are probably are all like. Fuck this! I'm fucking. I'm better than this. My, I went by uh, my parents' house to uh, to grab something. Like I think my dad made bread or something. He's like, Gabe, you got to come down to the house and get bread. And it's like, yeah. I, Dad, I have fucking three loaves of bread you already made. I can't eat all this bread. <laughs> yeah, there's so much fucking bread coming into this house. Look, look, there's a fucking loaf of bread on the counter. I know. And I'll take a little bread. <laughs> I, I think it's stale. Aww. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with it. Uh, but I went Turn over it there. To that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Actually. Um, I went over there and my mom was like getting out of her car and she was like trying to come over and talk to me. And I was like, no, stay six feet back. And I put my car in reverse and she was getting pissed. And I was like, hey, you're the one that put yourself in quarantine. Uh, so she did put herself. She was trying to she was trying to like walk towards the so car. Wait, to so, talk wait, her, to me. so she's 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 Kool-Aid it up with this. Yeah, well, she's a real estate agent, but they've she's been doing everything like well, yeah, that's fine. Online. I understand if you don't personally, I don't like going places, so this is kind of nice for me. I got to see my in laws the other day. Didn't have to fucking move out of the chair. <laughs> um, well, I think where my brother's coming from, he's more of being crazy. 
but no. my mom and stuff and he and him to a degree too we're all worried about my dad because my dad's 70 years old yeah he's got high blood pressure he's kind of in that age range and also like he's he's not in bad health but he would be in the risk factor risk, yeah. so we're worried about him and my dad's like i don't care he's like Gabe, come on over <laughs> yeah but he's probably going stir crazy too he's probably already built like three houses in rock walls <laughs> so nice. He's building his third, I don't building know. His third, I I his third house. I haven't driven by, so I, I don't know if there was <laughs> I any, any by additions. I'm on the way back from here, actually. How many houses are it now? Um, several. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> several. So, most of them are very small. I don't even think Penny can fit in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> in law. Alive. In, in law part. Wow. Thanks for bringing up my dead dog, Scott. <laughs> she was cute. So yeah, I've been fucking. I'm back to my old bullshit. <laughs> I'm back at my oh, old bullshit. No, not quite. No, I'm still only fucking. Uh, I'm trying to only sauce it up one 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 point five nights a week. I, I don't like drink it during the week, but this whole fucking thing is like. It's nothing else. There's to do. nothing else to do. Yeah, you got to get a little bit of fucking excitement wherever you can. <laughs> So sad. Lay on the sauce a bit. Um, yeah, but uh, Julia's dad is is he's like a fucking health nut too. So we just got like one of those like Steam versions of like all the board games. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of dope. And he, like it's got like good board games. It's got like Catan and shit. And you can just play that like via the computer. Yeah, that's actually. And actually, dope. there's a VR version. Like you can put on a VR headset and move the things around. Like with all right, the, that's yeah. too. That's a bit much. Yeah, you, no, I'm saying it comes with the one I already own. Though, <laughs> if I had the VR headset, and whoa, it's I like you're play. really there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very low budget, low res polygonal, yeah. fucking. Uh, I'm building the shit out of these railroads. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, this is a great news article. So, as you know, the sports are all gone right now. So, uh, NASCAR has been experimenting with this new thing where they're doing, like, Microsoft Driving Simulator. Like, eSports. eSports kind of thing, but only with, like, you know, the actual racers. Interesting. So, they did a couple test runs that were, you know, televised. I know know what you're going to get to. I heard about it on the radio. Go ahead. (laughs) It's very appropriate to this show. NASCAR star Kyle Larson fired by his team after saying the oh, N-word during virtual race. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, what were the stakes that you were like that mad? <laughs> no, he wasn't mad at all. What? He wasn't. That's the thing. He was going, hey, uh, so-and-so, do you hear me? Hey, N-word. <laughs> like that tone. Wow, that's even worse. <laughs> wow, he wasn't even like upset. No, and then they go, they go, Kyle, you're on with everybody right now, and they're and they were like, maybe just just don't say anything about it. Let's just keep this finish the same. <laughs> yeah, that seemed to work. It did not. It did not. <laughs> Gay Uncle Dana White got shut down. He said, oh, the biggest people at ESPN and the biggest people at Disney told me like we can't do the fight, so we he had to cancel. Why? What do they have? To- oh, yeah, because they're all fucking, they're all zogged up. They're fucking Mossad agents. Well, I guess they were gonna do it before. He hasn't secured this private island that I talked about last episode yet. <laughs> Epstein Island. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't secured Epstein Island yet. So what they were gonna do is they were gonna do it on uh, in California and like tribal lands. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Except, like, the governor of California is like, mm no, no. Yeah. And then they talk to Disney, and then who owns ESPN, and they talk to Dana. Okay. So. They, the Jews put pressure on him. Yeah. 
like they do. I mean, he stands to make a bundle because if you're the only game like around, like think about yeah, it. Yeah, I would no debate. I would debate pirating it. Do, do you know like Las Vegas is like they're betting on things that could happen now. Like they're betting, they're betting on like they started betting on like college football, like who's gonna win, even though they don't even know if college football is gonna happen now. <laughs> nice, nice. They 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 were betting on what team Tom Brady went to. Nice. When it was like. That's not even that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know they were definitely betting on the Bachelor and shit too. <laughs> I'm sure because you can you can literally bet on anything. I know, I know. But Las Vegas is just actually it's illegal. It's illegal in this country and a country at a company based in this country to bet on politics. Did you know that? I didn't. I thought you could definitely. Win you can, bet. but you have to be. It has to be a company that's based outside of the United States. Oh, is that how it works? Mm-hmm. We might as well touch upon it. What? Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race. Oh, yeah. We all knew that old man Windsor is going to fucking... So this is definitely his last rodeo. Yeah, good. And he endorses fucking kid sniffer Biden. Like, sit on my lap. (laughs) What the fuck? They know they ain't got anything on Trump, dog. He did the same thing with fucking Killary. What? Yeah, because he's a fucking bitch. The only he's reason Bernie runs for Jewish president, the only dog. the only time Ber- the only reason Bernie runs for president is because he gets to write a book afterwards, like every other presidential fucking candidate. Even Ron Paul did it. Even Ron Paul. Even Ron Paul. It's all about the. Well, in in better news, at least the debates are going to be hilarious. Yeah, that'll be great. Fucking senile old man versus possibly the funniest working comedian in America right now. What I just, is. I'm just remembering the Hillary debates. Oh my like, god, we were watching that shit, dude. He Gabe, Gabe came over, and we asshole. watched it, and we were like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it's because you'd be in jail. That was the. I literally, it was the same feeling I got the first time the <laughs> won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not we, even. That's we can't. Sad. I'm gonna beep. I'm gonna beep that out. We can't talk about that anymore. Oh, we can't talk about the. the I think we lost who's... all the fans that we we can oh, ever yeah, have. I now. would say probably at this point. But yeah, that was funny with the... Yeah, I mean, like, what did you expect? As soon as you get, like, a NASCAR driver in his house, yeah. you can't mic him up. Can't mic me up in the house. <laughs> I was going to say, if I would be playing, even though, even if it's not, like, any stakes, like, if I'm just playing a video game, I'm it's bound to slip no, out a couple slips. of times. It oh, slips yeah. big time. It, it, Scott's not even playing against people. He's I play single, single player games and say it, he's, yeah. he's yelling at the computer, Neighbor! <laughs> I lose in Mario Kart, I'm like, fuck Dude, I was playing fucking Pyramid Solitaire while watching, like, while, while listening to podcasts the other day, and I said it. I'm not even kidding. I thought that was a bit. No, I'm serious. Pyramid Solitaire. It's fun. You ever play that one? I used to yeah. play Spider Solitaire. That one's okay. Pyramid Solitaire is the one where you have to combine two cards that are facing up to make 13, no matter what. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never, I never played that one. And it's three trying it's the whole card deck yeah whatever You're trying, <laughs> there's literally nothing going on this is i don't know what you want to put on yeah so i cleaned some dishes over there yeah i made dinner last night <laughs> i am getting ba- i think i'd be really good at chopped now <laughs> oh i love doing that where you just look in the fridge and you're yeah, like what am i'm I gonna make really good at that now yeah i'm with you I'm watching a lot of cooking shows. I, I've been watching fucking... The, speaking of that, you know what got me thinking I'd be good at chocolate? I was watching fucking Guy Fieri's Guy's Grocery Games. Oh, really? I was gonna... I thought you were gonna be saying fucking... You're talking about me rotting my mind with Call of Duty. You're rotting your mind with fucking YouTube. No, I yeah. am doing a bit of that, too. But, you know, I got YouTube TV with, like, the different cable channels on it. 
So I can just like watch actual Food Network now, and that's on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Way to be. I know. That's like the Hulu shit you said? It's YouTube TV. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I know Hulu has some kind of like streaming service now too. Where I'm you sure get, like, it does. T- uh, TV channels. But yeah. Everybody's yeah. cutting the cable, man. Yeah, except you're cabling up with like a bunch of other, you know, fucking internet services and shit. Yeah, true. Well, you got to fill the gap in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been spending any money though. That's the upside of all this. Like you never, I never realized how fucking many like like just dollar coffees I got. I've been saving money from that. I've been saving money from not going to bars. I've been saving yeah. money from not going out to eat. Yeah, because there's literally nothing well, to spend you can't money really, on. Yeah, so you take out, and that already cuts down on the tip, and you're not gonna get drinks. <laughs> yeah, but I got like I got a chicken sandwich at Popeyes the other day. It was like I saw the charge on my credit card or whatever. It was like it was like eight dollars. Like big fucking whoop. I know. <laughs> Because, like, the only places that are open are, like, fast food shitty restaurants. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got avocados tonight. Avocados is good. Yeah. Also, Frank's. I know we were talking about Frank's a couple weeks ago. I had it again, is and it it, uh, it actually was much better the second uh, see, time. See, it just was an off day, but they had yeah. shitty oil in the fryer. Yeah. It happens. It does happen. Oh, um. Do you go to Foxy Lady right after? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that's no clearly idea. still open. That's an essential business. <laughs> I'm sure they they fucking like weasel their way into it somehow. I uh, I saw Maybe. a fucking article from Portland because you know there's like more strippers there any than anywhere except Atlanta. In Portland? Yeah, because it's all like gross fucking tattooed pigs that moved there and got you know dumped by whoever they were with when they moved there. I wouldn't think that hot Atlanta makes sense. Oh yeah, that's that's like the strip club capital of the world. Yeah, like I'm not even kidding. I think that's a stat. What about Las Vegas? Still, I think Atlanta is, like, just fucking nuts with them. Well, I guess Las Vegas has, like, the bunny ranch and that kind of shit, so yeah. they have legal prostitution. True, why would you waste your time? There's a bunch of club? countries in Europe where it's legal. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's not a big deal, like, over here. It's legal here, technically. You can, If you wanted to be a fucking super coomer, you, if you could dump a bunch of fucking money and on fucking... a bunch fucking, of loads. Probably one, maybe one, maybe two if you're really lucky, with one of, like, the, the fucking big-name porn stars. They all do fucking private hookers sessions. The porn stars do? You didn't know He's this? really intrigued all of a sudden. Oh. No, I don't, it's I don't obviously, have that It's obviously exorbitant. Right. But you know what I mean? They all do it. It's just you know, like, like it's fucking well known. Like, because they don't fucking make money because porn's all free. It's the Jewish plot to end the family unit. They, you know how much I'm not, Jews... honestly not even that excited by it. Like as, as much as we the want I- to joke about it. Like, oh, the idea of fucking a porn, porn star. star. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Like 500 dudes in, yeah. at least. On video, I'm just not even that like into it. Like I'd rather just like jerk off in a couple of minutes and then like go about my business for the day. Also, if you look at like you ever see that like I know if Marshall after... was here, he'd be like, whoa, dude, come on, yeah. <laughs> I remember Raven. one time, like oh my god, like um, there was a time when he he was like it was right after I got married and we had gone to my actual bachelor party. Mm-hmm. What was your wait? Wait, we went to your. That's act. what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, so your bachelor party. Yeah, but Marshall was see... still in the army at the time. Oh, okay, but we went to go see Brian Wilson. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. Didn't need to mention that, but I name cool. dropping. I know it's really cool that we paid for tickets to go see him. Sick, but Marshall wasn't here. You were saying no, he was not here. Um, 
nice. Okay. Uh, no, he. But I remember talking to him on the phone, and he was like, "Nah, dude, we gotta get hookers. We gotta get hookers." And like, I was like, "Oh, you know, haha. I don't think my wife would like that." He's like, "Nah, dude, it's a rite of passage. It's like one of those rite of passage." Because he knows for all the times he's been married. I know. Further, <laughs> furthermore, he's had such strong male role models in his life. Yeah, I'm not gonna touch that subject, but well, I know. Well, whatever. It's not that. It's kind of quiet. I think agree. he. I think he would have agreed, but <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have it. Oh, crows. Um, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, but then the fact that he was so like intent on it, like my wife like hated him for years while he was gone in the army. I mean, kind of rightfully so. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Marshall's the kind of guy that would try to pressure you into having like you know an Eiffel Tower scenario of threesome. <laughs> it's just because he wants to get you in bed. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, but I remember he was like, I, I told, I just in the same conversational tone that I told you just now that you can fuck porn stars like on online, you can get to the. I, I told him, and he was like. Dude, we gotta do it. We gotta. I'll do it together with you. And I was like, <laughs> see, you see, it always ropes yeah, around to yeah. that. He's like, we can get a good deal. I bet it always comes out. Yeah. Hey, if you bang two dudes, it'll be like half price, right? I think it'd probably be double. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's like going in on a he's definitely, thirty rack he's, or something. He's definitely tried to talk me into a fucking threesome, and it's like no guy wants to do like yeah. that's. That's the, that's the like drunken night that you're like oh fuck I don't want to ever tell anybody that I did that with <laughs> with like no one wants to do it like a more than one your dick yeah. threesome do you know what I'm I, saying I'm with, I don't want to do it period yeah yeah it's just like an, I, I this is like a hack joke at this point but disappoint two women yeah <laughs> I definitely would get stage fright is what I'm trying to realistically say here mm-hmm. um. It, let's uh, a lot of stars need to align. Stars need a line good... for me to get a regular nut out. Okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say a lot of stars need to align for it to be like a good experience, like all sure. around. Yeah, basically everybody has to be ugly. <laughs> it's like one of those Honestly, like that real sex show. Lower, lower expectations. They were always having a good time. Yeah, they seem like they're having a blast. Those gross old hippies with like red skin and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> What well, I like the, on real sex, the yeah. nudist community. Yeah, I used to watch that a lot. I didn't beat off to it, but I was like, "Whoa, I'm it was seeing a, something a little." Uh, it was always risque. It was always interesting. Blowjob glasses and shit. Oh yeah, that seem all that stuff seemed fake. Kinda. Didn't it seem always seem like so hokey? It had to be like a I little. I think it was fake. hokey because it was like most of that shit was filmed in the mid nineties. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess it, it, it dated into being fucking weird. I watched fucking uh, Chinatown this weekend. Oh yeah, Woman Polanski. Yeah, Woman Polanski. And uh, yeah, that was good. And well, the reason I popped it on is because I've been watching this series that you guys should actually watch. Don, you might not like it. It's a little fucking tinfoil. But um, uh, it's a show called Hollywood Decoded. And uh, you can watch it for free on Prime. You just have to sign up for a free one-week trial. And if you watch it before that, you don't have to pay. Yeah, if you turn it off or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to turn. I'm almost done. I have like two or three more episodes, but it goes through all like you know different series and. What do you mean different series of movies and stuff and like you know famous movies and it like picks apart all of like the esoteric or like occult symbolism or like 
you know, like all that weird like Jewish Kabbalah like shit. Dude, I didn't realize like the fuck in there's Kabbalah like Jewish mytholo- mythology in fucking Star Wars. I always thought it had to do with like fucking Christianity more because it's like you get the sun and the Holy People Spirit. Read, read into everything. Sure. Star Wars. Well, yeah. it's because like you uh, may the force be with you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, the, what does that have to do with Jesus? I feel like, uh, like, like, go in peace. It's like all that. I feel like if what does it, that have to do with? I feel like if anything, it has more to do with Christianity than Jewish. Well, it's, well I guess it, that's all. Who's the sacrificial one figure then? The Christianity is all about one Anakin. F- he does. I His mean, innocence. Like, well, no, I, they're talking about the fucking real Star Wars movies first of all, <laughs> the original three. Well, it, it does happen. It's just, I guess, it's not. It's like. Less is less is more I don't know. kind of That's, thing. It basically all built off of a book uh, about the hero myth, which is also based off of Jungian archetypes, which is, you know, Carl Jung, and which is like, yeah. Anyway, but I read this. I watched this fucking like literally like I've been. It's like fucking twenty five hours. No, it's not twenty five hours. I want to say like at least nine or ten hours of like all this stuff, shit, like analyzing all this stuff uh, from like two thousand one A Space Odyssey about how like. Uh, like it's about the Saturn cult and shit like that. It's fucking off the wall, but it's it's hard. To, a lot of it is hard to fucking argue with, because <laughs> like in remember in because uh, you're probably not going to put as much time arguing as as they did presenting their case. That's why it's not worth true, arguing. True, but also it's stuff that I like that's connecting with other stuff I'm looking into lately. With you know me, I'm like my fucking I got my big hook nose and conspiracy shit. Yeah, and like you, you know the Jeffrey Epstein's island on your. T- on your hook nose true yeah uh, but you know like jeffrey epstein had like that fucking moloch like owl shit in that barber chair he did have the barber chair dude um i remember that being a sticking point that's why i brought what it. do you need a barber chair for again haircuts and that's it in a fucking sex dungeon for butt stuff sure <laughs> Yeah, like you see a bunch of owl motifs. It's it's fucking in, it's insane. You should check it out. It's yeah, all go ahead and well, what's it called? Again? It's called Hollywood 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 Decoded. Hollywood Decoded. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, they had an episode on the Matrix, and I was like, oh, that movie has some things that I didn't that, really catch. That's before. very Zion Ford. Oh yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but th- by the way, everything your brother asserted was not to be found. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he kind of puts on his own tinfoil hat. Yeah, it's shaped like a dunce cap. <laughs> very cone esque. <laughs> we'll take a take a quick break. I gotta take these fucking headphones off. They're hurting my is head. Is that good? I thought it sucked. Once this is all over, I'd really like for us all to go and take a ride on the Hobo Railroad. I thought you were gonna say the Hershey Highway. No, I thought you were gonna confess something more alarming. The no. Hobo. I was no, because I was I, I jokingly called my house the Hobo Railroad because I got Friendly's ice cream right now. I'm now serving. <laughs> now serving. Did you say that when you gave? Yes. What's I wrong with Friendly's ice cream? There's no, nothing. It's it's, it's good. In fact, it's the selling point of an attraction in New Hampshire. <laughs> but if you'd say that you're you're gonna give out ice cream and someone gives you one of those little like tiny like. Uh, friendlies, yeah. friendlies, uh, like like half of a cup of ice like cream, like the hoodsie. Yeah, like that, but Basically. with friendlies ice cream inside. But but you were dealt false advertising up front. You might be a little <laughs> upset. <laughs> so they have a cup that says friendlies on it. Yeah, it's got like it's got like a little bit of like a chocolate sauce and okay, like it's better than a hoodsie. But yeah. it's <laughs> when you say ice cream, it's probably not what leaps know. to mind. 
Those when you were a kid were still good. A little wooden spoon. What What were you guys thinking when you went to the Homo Railroad? We were expecting nothing but quality. I don't know why. <laughs> well, no. What What was like? The, they were like, "What was your mom well, like?" Let's go to the Hobo Rail. The thing is, it's actually kind of like a popular, a seemingly a popular attraction yeah. in I that think area. It's due primarily to like autistic children. <laughs> I think like, it's really love ice cream. <laughs> actually, I bet there's a certain percentage of the of the demographic there that were a trick there with false promises of now serving friendly's ice like cream. Like my sister joined brownies just cuz she thought that was going to be brownies. brownies there. <laughs> um, for those uh, non initiated brownies is the girl scouts. Girl scouts for younger girls. Yes. I don't know. I, I it was just something to do one day we had been going to new hampshire for years and that was a thing like right near where we always stayed yeah. and so you drive it's like, right by it every time every time yeah. i stop there yeah ends basically when you go anywhere like you when see the hobo area, railroad. You, you see the hobo railroad <laughs> and so it's it's advertised as a scenic train ride where you get food and ice cream the food is like I'm pretty sure that's not doesn't what happened with uh, you know hobos in real life. I'm yeah, pretty they sure don't they give out get ice cream. <laughs> they, they, they get a can. Especially of, not friendly's quality. They no. get a can of beans over a fire if they're lucky. Yeah, they, they have to fight. Have to fight for it. They kill for a hoodsie. Um, <laughs> yeah, bum fights. <laughs> um, BFK for laugh. The food was like funyuns and combos. Wait, really? There was not like a picnic lunch at least. No. It's oh the Hobo God. Railroad. <laughs> oh it's kind God. of in the name. You should have really known better. <laughs> and the scenic train ride was literally like you're. Go- I'm not even kidding. At one point, you're going by a garbage dump. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's like the least scenic train this is ride. Where we dump our trash. <laughs> is there like festive like voiceover throughout? Being like, okay, kids. It's not Clark's Trading Post. I know that's ah, fun. Sick. Um, R.I.P. No, what? To fucking uh, Wolfman, remember? Oh, that's right. I thought you meant to concentrate on Wolfman. Yeah. Not the Wolfman. Not my Wolfman. Not my Wolfman. Not Uh, my family. But yeah, if you're ever in um, North Lincoln, New Hampshire, and you you think about going to the Hobo Railroad, don't. It's fucking horrible. (laughs) Yeah, you'd probably have a better time laying on the tracks. (laughs) Really? Ah, shit. But yeah, they're like, okay, now. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, you don't get the ice cream right up front. They got to get you far enough in the woods that you can't get off the train and demand your money back. So it's like, maybe like 20 minutes in, it's like... How long is it? It's probably like... It's probably over an hour because I, wow. I, I I think one way it's it's definitely like oh, they at just least... go and come back. Yeah, you just <laughs> go <sucks>. back <laughs> again. This time on our left, you'll see our famous garbage dump. <laughs> uh, I know it was although the people on the left side of the train were feeling left out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could see the garbage dump. Just you, you saw it on the way here. <laughs> Can he switch seats with me? <laughs> I didn't get to see it either time. <laughs> but no, that yeah, they would wait like like maybe 15, 20 minutes and it would be like, now serving Friendly's ice cream. <laughs> and they have to be like, hey, kids, it's Friendly's ice cream. Remember that? Remember that fucking, that uh, Sunday with the clown face? <laughs> it ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> ain't getting no Jim Dandy. <laughs> no fucking fribbles on this ride. S- Yep. Disappointing. But, Is there uh, still Friendly's open? There's like two or three, yeah. There's one in uh, Norwood. There's one in Taunton or Raynham. Yeah, that's, that's right. the closest yeah. to us. 
I knew they were phasing them out a while ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I think they're just franchises now. I'm going to go on a limb and say, even though it sucks, I kind of like Friendlies. Yeah, it was sick. You knew what you were getting. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a strong proponent. Well, like when they closed, I was like, fucking good. They suck. But I actually like, like. In retrospect, you're like, well. Like the chicken finger melts. Oh, yeah, out. baby. <laughs> Oh, no, I remember there was a fucking grilled cheese with mozzarella sticks in it. Ooh. Oh, was there? Yeah, it sounds like something on Friendly's. They were really into putting apps between bread. <laughs> the reason I fucking thought of Hobo Railroad is because my wife was like, could you just get some vanilla ice cream? And I, that was like the first, and like it was on sale or something, so I got it, so I started talking about the Hobo Railroad. I realized I fucking love vanilla ice cream. <laughs> If you get good, good vanilla ice cream, it's fucking friendly, it's really so it's good. nothing really to write home. It kind of goes back to the whole like uh, cheese pizza thing. Yeah, that's what it made me think of when I was eating it. Because it's the it, obviously it's the most base flavor, but if it's, it's like good, good. Yeah. it's it's really good. <laughs> I, I didn't think like that I would I would appreciate. <laughs> Fucking friendlies. <laughs> I just think about the hobo railroad. When I think of friendlies ice cream. Not even bullshitting. What's your favorite ice cream? Ever. Ever. I, I can't really say because I don't. Re- I don't really can't really give an answer because I like most ice creams other than fucking coconut. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't eat a ton of it anyway because I get sick. Yeah, because lactose intolerant. And, and it's just it, it, that much sugar just doesn't agree with me. Or all at once anyway. But, um, yeah, so I don't eat that much of it. So, like, whenever I get ice cream, I'm like, oh, this is great, no matter what it is. Like, so. I'm, I'm more a frap guy. So, frap, I do like huh? a nice liquid, liquidy ice cream. Yeah. And this reminds me, of, did I talk about this in the podcast? <laughs> no, but I know exactly what you're going to say. You know, like when, you were a little, when you were a little kid, when, uh, like, you would, you, you would take a little while longer to make, eat your ice cream and it would start to become, like, liquidy. And once in a while, you would like mix it together with the spoon to make it like, like a full liquid. So you it's like, play, oh, I have, I have, play I have, with your food. Play with your food. So it's like, oh, I have a shake. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember one time I went to lunch with my at Friendly's, actually. Speaking of which, but uh, oh, they always had those. They had the Sundays, like the like monster Sunday, yeah. monster mash. Yeah, yeah, that had the the Reese's ears. Yeah, oh, I uh, love those. Yeah, nostalgia. Now I'm missing Friendly. We gotta bring back Friendly. Now that we're buying a Friendly's franchise, dude. <laughs> yeah, but we gotta attach the right after we get the roast beef place. <laughs> we gotta okay, Ziggy's Burgers. Ziggy's Burgers. And then what's I'm another fr- comic strip? Um, quick, quick, quick. Um, Family Circus. Uh, Ar- Archie. Sure, that works. Arch, Arch- Ar- Archie's ice cream. That's cool. it. Cool, we got That's, it. We got it. And then, and then it'll be like with like parentheses underneath the sign. It'd be like, which is actually a spiritual successor to Friendly. So if you grew up liking that, then you'll probably <laughs> like this. Better it's gonna be a big them. sign, but yeah, you know, it's gonna have a lot of words. It's, it's gonna, gonna cost a lot it. the sign maker, but we'll be fine. No, as I saying though, so yeah, I was playing, making my, and I, I, I remember saying I was out to lunch with my mom and her friend, and I go. Look, mom, I'm making a shake. You said you're making soup. Oh, I'm making soup. That's, that's right. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making ice cream soup. That's right. And uh, my mom's friend goes, you're making trouble. <laughs> like, I was just implicit that I would somehow spill it or something. Which is, you know, just clearly. How old Pat- was her friend? Uh you know, same mom age as my mom. That sounds like a very she old like lady a mean old. thing to say. Yeah, you're making trouble. Jesus. Did your mom know anybody good? No. Nope. 
not one. Um, I've been watching this show um, uh, on Netflix. You should also check this out. It's called The Chef Show. And it's uh, starring uh, fucking... Um, the fuck is that director's name? John Favreau. John Favreau is... He, like, he went to cooking school to make that chef movie. Yeah. So now he like is like obsessed with food. So he's friends with like a bunch of different like executive sh- or like f- like celebrity quote unquote or very fancy chefs, and he brings you into the kitchen of their restaurants and like you know makes all of their signature dishes and shit. And um, I wanted to say that was gay, but I was like, I'm kind of interested. Now. Yeah. Well, also they there's other like fame like he as friends with a bunch of other directors, so they're also on the show. And there was an episode with Sam Raimi. I didn't realize what a little faggot he is. I've never really actually like heard him speak. Yeah, or seen he's him. a little queer boy. Really? Like he's like, oh, um, John. Like, <laughs> John, uh, is this good? Should I do it? Uh, he's not even Jewish. <laughs> Pretty weird. I didn't think of him as that. I don't know yeah. what I thought of him as, but he's like a fucking very short, like hunched thinking- over, balding man. Well, you're probably thinking like Evil Dead and shit. Yeah, sure. I, don't know. I guess that's that a kind guy, of demo demo for that kind of movie, it's a, though. It's, it's not a, a big pearly Spider-Man man. Three. Yeah, but <laughs> it's still not the person you'd think would be making that kind of thing. True. And yeah, John, him and John Fav, fucking uh, uh, John Fat Row. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> John Fat Rolls. There you go. There we there, go. There you go. Ding, ring a ding ding, baby. It's a pretty good show. I'm not gonna lie. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I might check it out. I I have such a short attention span with shows now. That's like 21 minutes long per episode. But I'll, you know how like the fad in shows now is everything's like long form. So everything's like 45 to an hour. It's like, if it's not the 45 minutes to an hour or whatever, if it's not like grabbing my attention right away, I'm just like, I'm going to watch like one episode and then this is done. Exactly. Forever. I don't really watch many of those like dramas. I just don't get into it. I don't get into them just because of what they are. Dramas? Well, just fucking mass appeal Netflix fucking normie shit. I'm not even just saying Netflix. I'm just saying like uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? For instance. I, I guess Netflix is a big portion of it because it's something that everybody has. And right. like, oh, you got to check out this Dude, new watch show. Ozark. Uh, Dude, watch the fucking Di- Tiger Show. The tiger. That wasn't even that long. That was sick. I went straight into that. I looked how many episodes there were, and it was like as like six episodes. And I was like, I can do six episodes. It wasn't like, oh, you have like three seasons it to catch up on. It reminded me of Bird Box. It was how everyone memed it like afterwards. It was a very like, it memeable felt so show. For, so forced. It's, it's not like, though. I bet the Netflix kikes were like, like, oh, this is great. They're, Everyone's talking about a show. They're pushing, it, they're pushing it out another episode. I heard already. Yeah, exactly. Of course they are. Pushing it out like a the turd that it is. It's much better than Bird Box. I mean, we all <laughs> I, saw I'm that. I'm very partial to Bird Box, actually. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Dude, Chinatown was good. The only thing I dislike about it is the ending frustrates me. It's so abrupt I, and just I like, don't even true, know this, this but, movie at all. So, um, Wouldn't you say that the message of the movie is that the elites will always get what they want? Probably, but... So it's like, really, how could it have ended any other way? I guess it doesn't have to be so sudden. It's so abrupt, and then it's just like a one-liner, and it's just like, fade to black. Yeah. She dies, and then 
forget it, Jack, it's Chinatown. Yeah. And then it's just over. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, you could say the same thing about the ending of like Vertigo, but that didn't bother who, me as who much. Who's the director of this? Uh, Woman Polanski. Woman. Okay. Woman ass fuck. Is it an older movie? Childly. Yeah, it's from the seventies. Okay, no, I don't. I it's, literally it's know basically, nothing about it's it. It's basically it's like a it's basically his fucking eyes wide shut. He like more a more coded fucking eyes wide shut about how like you think you can go to the police. It's like no, because the elites if they're if if you get entangled up in their shit, like they'll own the police. Hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, thumbs up the butt. A two. Two thumbs up the butt. That doesn't mean I want to give it like a ten or something, but it's two. It's recommended. It's yes. literally known as being one of the best, like the screenplay. Don, you're gonna jam some more thumbs up that butt. I'll jump. I'll jam like a thumb and like maybe my middle finger, because I and didn't wedge it. It's a great movie, okay. but I a movie I didn't love. Same right. kind of same way I feel about Citizen Kane. I would say. Oh, okay. That's one I've never seen, and, and everybody always talks about you it. Prob- like it's, you wouldn't like it. Yeah. He's it's a story it's a life story of someone who's not very interesting. It's very <laughs> it's well. It's about fucking William Randolph Hearst. He's not that interesting. I, I didn't say he was. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. It's always cited as like one of those. It, you know what it is? It's one of those things where he like invented different filming techniques and shit. Technically, like, very very well made. Yeah, well acted. It's a movie where it's like you can't really like most of the elements. You're not gonna have a problem with. But the story just, it doesn't grab me, at least. It's not very interesting. One of the things I liked about Chinatown was that, like, a lot of the blocking was very, like, stylized. Like, it's another thing that, oh, this kind of segues into the movie we're talking about tonight, which is Lost Highway, the 2000? 1997. 1997 David Lynch film. They kind of share a genre, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. uh, they're both, like, noir, at least in the filming style. Or the the cinematography style, I guess neo noir. Yeah, yeah. The, this kind of jumps back and forth between actually being neo noir and then being like a David Lynch movie. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place with this. Do you want to get into it? Or well, let me talk? just finish talking about Chinatown. It's gonna take me just a minute. Yeah, one of the things is like he re- he really went out of his way to like shoot it like a movie from the pe- that was a contemporary period. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so I kind of like that, and this like it made you almost feel like more like it was viable that it was taking place in the 1930s. I I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave it a thumb and a middle finger. That's okay. pretty. Yeah, all right, that's good. That's more than enough. But yeah, Woman Polanski. He saw that. some really dark shit, basically, and that's why. Well, I don't know. Maybe this this contemporary conspiracy theories that they framed him with that, really, because he was talking too much trash. Maybe too much. He's talking too much trash about that child, sa- that woman sacrifice, making Jewish angels of death babies. Let's check that one out too, Gabe. Okay? Rosemary's Baby. So yeah, Lost Highway. This is one of those movies where like I tried to watch three or four times and got most of the way through and then just fell asleep and then was like, do I really want to start that over? I, I watched this after work and I was like nodding off. And <laughs> I nodded off in the worst part because I like, he went to prison and I like nodded off. And, then and I was like, know. what yeah. the fuck what is the going fuck on? What the happened? Yeah. So I had to rewind it and watch it again. To be honest... It's not just the fact that you fell asleep; it's that jarring. Yeah, it really is. It really is fucking nut bar. Yeah, it's yeah. like he was he had two screenplays for two different movies, I don't and he started making one, and then he was he definitely like, had the intention of it being like one of those like symmetric, like you know, <laughs> the people who the people who one of the things that people who defend the Star Wars prequels is that they say it's got like 
what's the word um sacred geometry in it because it has like different like like fucking like mirror images and stuff this movie actually has like mirror images oh it's absolutely it. deliberate yeah 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 he definitely had the intention to be like the, i don't even know what i, the, I can't say it. what the intention is because it's so enigmatic but at the same time i can see that it was definitely he was definitely trying to create this transformation okay, throughout the movie. It's not shoestring. It's not shoestring together. But the way I, I, the thing I got from it was, he decided to make this one movie, and he's like, I don't like the direction this is going. I'm just gonna flip the fucking script and start making this like other thing. No, I oh, disagree with that. And I'm, I'm not gonna, weird, I'm not dude. gonna, I'm not gonna defend this as much because I actually remembered this as being better mm-hmm. in in my previous viewings. I've probably seen it like twice before this. I'm not gonna say it's perfect, but it's absolutely deliberate, and that's the point of the yeah. movie: is these abrupt turns where a character becomes another character. That's what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, apparently inspired by the OJ murder. I didn't know that. Really? I mean, oh, it, okay. That kind of checks out with me as far as the fact that OJ's like, I don't even know what happened. That's the theme. That's the underlying yeah. theme. Obviously, it's not like, so Fred's OJ, right? <laughs> Star football player. Star fucking Sax horn, player. horn tutor. <laughs> he really toots them horns, bro. One thing, if I could just use one term to describe this movie, it would be aesthetic. Yeah. Strongest Um, thing going for it. Yeah, and um, I've got to say, one of the things that surprised me, especially after watching and rewatching, again, this is the first time I completed the movie, but I'd seen like 75% of it three times. Yeah, so you basically got it. Yeah, I got what was going on. (laughs) I like the soundtrack in this movie is fucking sick. (laughs) Uh, I disagree. Really? It's, it doesn't fit, but I actually like that it doesn't fit. Yeah. I'm saying that the soundtrack that they actually, like, compose for, like, the different scenes is dog shit, and it sounds, like, I really didn't... low quality. But the songs they actually made for it are, like, kind of good, but it's not really my style. Because it's, like, Trent Reznor shit, so it's, like, I'm not into, like, Nine yeah, Inch I Nails. The, I love Nine Inch Or, like, <laughs> industrial stuff. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of it was deliberately, like... Not, I think dog shit. You're making a value judgment, uh, not on based on why it was there. And ra- I don't know. I'm saying the stuff that was like actually made for the film. I don't know, but it sounds so fucking dissonant. And um, he's he's trying to create moods with the music, so yeah. I, I get where he's going with it. It's just not my style. I do like like the there's like a little bit of Lou Reed and like David Bowie in there and shit. I like that. Mm-hmm. But other you than that, you can't just base it on I like this musical artist. I don't like this musical artist. Yeah. It's like it's the overall. I know what he was going with with the style, but I'm saying I just I didn't. I'm. Mean, it's not my. I, I'm not a fan of that kind of shit. So did you not like the mood that it evoked? The images with that music? <sighs> no, because that's the I, I'm saying a lot of the like soundtrack stuff, like just the instrumentals and stuff like that that he had for like specific scenes. It's just like a lot of it sounded very cheeseball computer game and it wasn't it wasn't for me. Like it sounded mm-hmm. like it sounded like the movie was made on a budget. And I believe it was straight to DVD. No. What? In ninety seven? No, it had three. This isn't straight to DVD. It had a fucking theatrical release. No, it doesn't. You're wrong. I release. really feel I like completely, that. What the fuck you're, movie? You're making did you me watch, you're making kid. me you make me you make me like this movie more. <laughs> did you just some, I mean, some of the acting and everything and like how it's, it's shot very and Twin the dialogue peaks, if that's what you want to say. It's, but it feels it feels like a softcore porn, like it's not fucking. What is well the movie out. about? Okay. It's David Lynch Bad makes songs. a fucking softcore <laughs> porn. No. 
but it's, wrong. I mean, it's about like sex in exchange Be- for money and for the wrong reasons. Being, and being dissatisfied in who you are and what yeah. your life is and I, living I, a fantasy. I, I just wasn't having this. I wasn't like a fan of this movie. So we're gonna, Gabe's going to sum this up with I had sand in my vagina. I wasn't in the I, mood I, to watch it. I didn't like it. This is what that's fine. There are things long, just, there, there are reasons to not like it, and right. there are reasons there are things I don't like about it. But yeah. you're not naming any of them for me. I, I, I'll come out right now and say a few of the things that annoyed me—not annoyed, but I didn't like about the movie. I really, and you guys know this about me a little bit, but I really dislike all the gratuitous sex. It, everything, it, it all was the sex a, it scenes, was, it was a bit much. Yeah. All the sex scenes made me feel really uncomfortable. Well, that's important to a degree, but they just too much of it. There's too much of it, and it, it's too. When they showed the first one, I was like, I, this, it doesn't feel sexy to me. Well, that's not it, how you have sex. No, <laughs> that's how I have sex. It doesn't feel sexy, and it doesn't feel comfortable. But maybe that's probably what he was what, what he was going with. Like, because the first sex scene is like. Him with well, his who wife. Who is he having sex who's, with? Who's who, like basically did, cheating on him. Well, the thing is he's not satisfying his wife and then he becomes someone else yeah. trying in the hopes of satisfying her or satisfying someone right. who is that girlfriend character. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to fi- to eventually basically meet the wife again and still doesn't satisfy her. Right. So, you know. I'm not even so much satisfy her, but... She's almost like a malevolent force where it's like impossible. She's like a yeah, fucking succubus. Like, she yeah, even says it. Yeah. She's like you, like, you can't have You'll me. You'll never yeah. have me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, a lot of little small cameo roles in there with like uh, Henry, Henry Rollins. Rollins yeah. yeah, Gary fucking Busey. He's pretty good in it too because he's because yeah, they use him really creepily and he is just creepy. He's perfect to be that yeah. guy's dad. Yeah. Um, Remember that specifically that shot where they tell him about how he ran into the car or whatever and there's like the way they frame the shot is fucking insane. Like Gary Busey is like sitting like, on a fucking golf hill almost <laughs> facing down to look as to look more men Menacing towards Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, of the time period, the, I think the last thing he'd worked on before this was Twin Peaks, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. This is his no, first. No, if I, uh, it was, um, there was Firewalk with me, the film version, and then there was also Wild at Heart. Are you okay. sure? I think this is his first film off of Twin Peaks. It might be the first Whatever. after Firewalk. He, he maintained some of the aesthetic in terms of the way they blocked it. I saw a lot of things. I never watched that Specifically, show, I there's one there's one shot in it that really reminded me of Twin Peaks. What was that? Which was the shot that they he kept reusing. This is why it stuck out so much to me. He kept reusing of the living room where they watch the videotapes. And it's a shot very weirdly from the top corner of the room down at the And there's a the shot couch. Up, up the staircase in yeah, Twin yeah, Peaks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see that. I never got into that show, but it's like I knew that was like the vibe of this movie. Mm -hmm. Just from like the very small snippets I've seen of Twin Peaks. I mean, you could say that really about any of David Lynch's films. Yeah, it's his fucking baby. Very, you know. There's an episode of Hollywood Decoded about uh, Twin Peaks I'm I'm coming (laughs) up towards. Might have to watch that. Yeah. (laughs) Continuing on with the list of people, Marilyn Manson is in there for a snippet. Well, he did some of the music. He did a bunch of the music. He did a cover. It works. He did a cover of Screaming Jay Hawkins for I put a spell oh, yeah. on you. Oh, that was him too? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, the final film appearance of Richard Pryor is this oh, movie. Oh, this is him. Oh, oh, that actually was him? Yeah. I thought it was just someone who looked like him. No, that's him. 
Yeah, he's like... Was he actually in the wheelchair? That's he, my question. He's, was he like the shop manager or the shop he retard? Owned the no, he owned... The place was called Alberts and his name was Albert. <laughs> he kind of seemed like retarded when you talked to him. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is black. No, I'm sorry. I mean, that I was... Resist. That was after he like was on like a crackhead and like lit himself on fire. So like, <laughs> yeah. cut him a break, Scott. Fuck. True. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do we want to touch upon the what the premise is? Oh, okay. Well, well... I guess the best way to say it uh, is the premise is about two characters inexplicably and inextricably linked. I guess they're really the same. I mean, that's kind of almost delving it. I don't want to say spoilers, but I mean, it's like, do we want to go straight to analysis or would you, would you like me to say on baseline what the on baseline is? On a baseline, it's about a saxophonist played by Bill Pullman, mm-hmm. who I can't unsee as the guy from Spaceballs. No. Oh. I, I can't see him unsee him as the dad from Casper. I can, oh my god, I forgot. That's all I, I think about. I can't see him as a good actor. He fucks well, you're right. really good, by the way. It's because it's just like the way he I li- do. He, he is literally making the same face the entire movie. It looks like he smells a fart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has a weird relationship with his wife, and she's very flirtatious with other men. Played by Patricia Arquette. Right. He starts to get uh, bizarre videotapes from an unknown person of of him and his wife in their house following a bizarre run-in with a weird midget with no eyebrows. Yeah, I, I just described him, like, the way I wrote him in my notes is like, he's a very ghoulish man. He looks like Phantom of the Opera or His some character's shit. name is Mystery Man. Mystery Man? Yeah. Okay. Sentenced to death for the murder of his wife that he doesn't remember. And it's revealed to him in one of the videotapes. Right. <laughs> a few days after being locked in prison awaiting his execution, he transforms into another person, literally. Yeah, Pete, a young mechanic. Yep, and he's released from prison. Because it's not him? Is that because, the whole... Well, no, it, that's why, on paper, why it was. Yeah. Where he becomes embroiled in mob intrigue. And a, a, a lusty mean, affair with a former prostitute. Well, the the mob thing, it's not like, he's not like looking for that. It's kind of like this mob boss fucking like likes how he fixes his car. Well, so no, he I said I just, he got, him, he, he got embroiled, he got embroiled in some intrigue. That's yeah. all. And steamy affair with a former prostitute. That's actually his wife, like in, in another, in like a wig, basically. There are different people. I thought it was played. Life. No, it's Patricia Arquette. Yeah, it is played by Patricia Arquette. Oh, it is. You didn't know that. Face I blind. It actually, face was fucking blind. Person. It's played by the same character. That's the that, whole. That like, the whole that's like I whole thought they movie. just really looked alike. No, it's still Patricia. Arquette. That's the whole like moment of the movie. Got it. When they did. did, did no, show I knew the that they were supposed to be the same person. Yeah, I just you thought that they were. Actress. Yeah. Just because she had different color hair. I don't know that she looked different to me. Tricked him. <laughs> I mean, they did. I don't know what exactly they did, but she did kind of like look, look different. There's something different looking. Maybe about the her. eye color too. That the was eyes. part of it. Yeah, oh, she could have. She could have had contacts. She did. Have, she really had blue contacts. I didn't really pay attention to that. Yeah. All right. Well, it didn't really change any way I way I perceived the fucking movie. <laughs> You're at Scott. We Scott. We saw the pictures. Like, what? I can't tell the difference between <laughs> these two women. <laughs> Second one's hotter. I like the first one better, to be honest. With, yeah, brunette. Yeah, yeah, that's my type. 
Yeah, well, the the like platinum blonde kind of makes her more trashy. Also, it's, I, yeah. as, and she as, is a more trashy character. I was gonna say, I, as 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 evil and corrupt as the original brunette version is, there's something more to me, at least, unsavory about the blonde one. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> she's a porn star. Ugh, Jewish mind virus. Maybe you can pay extra money to like fuck her hole that's filled with other guys. Come. <laughs> that's all you, buddy. I was saying, I was referencing the thing we were I talking about I know what you were talking about. It's still all you. I'm not into it. I, I've already discussed this. We'll call up Marshall. He can have at it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, how creepy is this? The mystery man, real life murderer after this movie. Oh, I did hear about that actually. He, did, me? he killed his wife and got off like OJ. Shit, really? Yeah, he's the star of the TV show Beretta from the 1970s. Oh, 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 oh. I rem- uh, yeah, That's I remember him. hearing about this. That's I didn't him. realize it was the same guy. He, his alibi, <laughs> this is so funny, his alibi was that he left a restaurant, drove down the road, realized he left his gun at the restaurant, oh, went back and came back to find his wife murdered by gunshot. Happens all, all the time, every day. <laughs> and he got off. Were the ballistics collect, uh, connected to his gun? I don't know, and I would probably bet that there's an unlawful death lawsuit that he lost. <laughs> also, there's also the possibility he hired somebody to kill her. Let's not. I was going to say that he's probably my favorite actor in the movie because he every time he's on screen, he he's, like, he's, very t- he's very scary. I, feel, I felt like David Lynch just found this guy and was like... I need to make a movie about this weird guy. Like, like that's because yeah. that's how he talks. Uh, like, it, it just like if, I don't know. He's like too perfect for that role. Yeah, he's like the creepiest. Yeah. Well, fucking human and now being. we know it's because he's actually a fucking he's murderer. He had murder in his heart. That he's, that's he's, that scene where he's shooting fucking Mister Eddie. That's like what he did to his wife. Probably. Much. He didn't have to. He car, didn't have yeah. to act for it. He's like method actor in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he got so into the mystery man role, he had to. Oh fucking, yeah. He's yeah, st- he was stuck in lion mode. Yeah. His wife was like, <laughs> "You keep on calling yourself that. It's creepy. Stop <laughs> it. I'll show you, bitch." <laughs> I'm there right now. Oh, yeah. That part fucking makes my skin go. That was the first scene. That's what made me watch this movie was Mike, like, a few years ago. He is the strongest part in this movie because anytime he came on screen, I was like, you oh, can't, I'm intrigued. Again. Yeah. You can't Even that part from- when, like, after he kidnaps Mr. Eddie, uh, when he's back to being Bill Pullman, when he kidnaps Mr. Eddie... And he's driving away with Mr. Eddie's car, and you see his little bulbous, very pale white hand pulling the curtain back, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime he, she's utilized so well. Anytime yeah, he shows yeah. up, you're like, oh shit. He's yeah. Back. Did you, you guys didn't get like a who's that Lon Lon Chaney or whatever who played Phantom of the Opera? That's that's who I think of when I saw when I saw him. Not specifically. I mean, maybe they they shaved his eyebrows off to look more like the ghoulish like that. Yeah, he just looks scary, man. He is. Yeah, he's terrifying. First of all, I just wanted to say this too. This is something else that I remember thinking while watching it was there's a lot of wincing in this movie. What do you mean? It's just coincidentally like people's heads hurting and going like that. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Oh, I liked um, how much of a fucking 
sap. Pete, the the young character that he b- turns into, he thinks he's fucking Mister Mister fucking pimp, but he's like, meanwhile, getting played by a fucking like murderous whore. Yeah, exactly. Because he's still the same person. Ultimately, he's ultimately, still, still yeah. Played. And I, this I, guy gets more pussy than toilet seats. There's some it's real more cheese ass ball than a toilet lines seat. in there. I always uh, heard it as more ass than a toilet seat. The, the worst asset to this film is the dialogue is atrocious like he didn't even that's try why, maybe yeah. that's why it reminds me of like a softcore porn because it's like it gets so cheesy at certain points there's literally a scene where like they're like is this the bedroom this is the bedroom this is where you sleep this is the bedroom it's yeah. like that's that's the dialogue yeah, like, yeah. verbatim kind of like so... he wrote something down and then he was just like oh you're gonna rewrite no no i'm not gonna rewrite this at all yeah, also, there's literally, now that you said it like that, he goes, I killed him. And she goes, you killed him. Yeah, exactly. It's literally fucking, he does Jesus that again. Christ. I mean, that that was more her manipulating him. So there True, was, there was yeah. something to that. Yeah, she put the emphasis on you. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, definitely very, very weak dialogue. Did you guys get, Mr. Eddie also reminds me of um, Dennis Hopper's character in Blue Velvet. He auditioned yeah. for that role. Interesting. And he, and he said, well, I'm going to give this role to uh, Dennis Hopper, but I'm going to have a role for you in a, in, in a future film. Like, it's going to be like 20 years later. <laughs> literally. And he wrote that whole um, tailgating, which is a great scene that I yeah, love. Yeah, I love that, that part. The tailgating monologue he wrote specifically for him. I think it might have been one of the first things he wrote for this movie, Probably. actually. Huh. Specifically wanted to have that guy deliver that monologue. Speaking He's, of Chinatown, he kind of is that character in this. Speaking, less less sex fiendishly, but sure. Speaking of Chinatown and fucking um, eyes wide shut, that whole fucking scene. Which, by the way, now that I'm thinking about it, could be fictional. That scene where she fucks them in front of all the guys on at gunpoint. That could have been a completely invented. I feel like it was. Yeah. Yeah. But Manipula- even still, again, manipulating him. Yeah, true. But furthermore, I actually that really, that really that. evoked, especially after watching all this fucking Hollywood decoded shit and like re- thinking about all this like Illuminati shit, like and how like you know how at like the highest levels of power people just get pervert more and more perverted and shit. I couldn't divorce that from that scene though. It's a very perverted scene. That's one of my favorite shot scenes in the movie, just based on like the lighting alone. That was a very uh, like neo noir scene, sure. just like the way they have the lamps set up and shit in the room, mm-hmm. and they keep on going over to him being all creepy, and then she's interesting. Yeah, there's some cool. really good, there's some really good, very David Lynch cinematography in this. Like I said, that weird shot in the fucking apartment, and then also I, I noticed that they used he used a lot of like classic quote unquote noir shots like for instance um when they were talking on the phone or something yeah a real tight shot in on the face like at a weird funky angle mm-hmm. while someone was talking on the phone mm-hmm. like that and that's really really well used or not well well worn well worn rather like shot from like the like we were talking about before like the 1930s i, I just feel like it was a kind of a mixed bag for the cinematography whether it was it was either like, well, was like oh this blend. is really cool or this is this doesn't fit really whether it be like very empty scenery and not like really special lighting or anything 
It was just kind of all over the place. How about that shot where Pete, I believe, is in the backyard smoking a butt. He goes and looks over the garden wall, and there's like an p- empty pool with a ball floating in it. And it's like, what was that? <sighs> what the fuck was that, David? That had know. to have been something that I didn't, that I, I don't him only. I yeah. don't even remember that scene. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, it's I a do. dog walking away from a pool, I and there's a ball that. and like a rubber duck or something in But it. they linger on it long enough that you're like, this you're has like, to mean something. It's got to be something, yeah. They would have just cut around this if yeah. not. <laughs> it's got to be something deliberate. Like the duck just represents something to David Lynch's fucking weird, <sighs> weird psycho brain. <laughs> he, he's one of those dudes that I like, I really can't pick apart his movies entirely because it's like, I, I don't understand how his mind works. There's so much artistic merit to every movie he makes that it's like hard. Yeah. Just because you don't understand it. And it's, they, it's don't, they don't have like that's a not, That's not why, but we'll keep going. <laughs> Well, they don't have like a couple. One thing I like about him in the fact that he every single one of his movies, or not every single one of them, but the vast majority of his movies all have like a like a weird thing going on. But they're not codified. Like, there's no noticeable through line to all of them. It's he's, not he's the fucking same story weird every yeah, time. He's fucking weird and just has all these weird different thoughts. He wants to get out and as like he's taking a dump or something. <laughs> Each one's like a dump he's taking in a good way. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. It's, it's yeah. diarrhea, but in thought form. <laughs> Harsh. What was the other? Oh, there's a couple things that are like very on the nose that I felt were a little too on the nose. Like, for instance, that shot where he's like literally they took the camera pan to go between her picking up money between and her on the floor picking up money and her in porn and the camera literally goes back and forth between it to be like hey huh? stupid do you realize huh? she's a whore <laughs> so yeah that was a little on the nose there's a couple of those but i don't mind it because it's kind of in fitting with the style I, I feel like David Lynch's thought process is very much like a child and very black and white between yeah. good and evil. And mm-hmm. it's like, this, it's a very clear distinction sure. with, with everything. And, it, and it's kind of, it's not, it's not done poorly in a lot of, a lot of his films. I didn't say it was not poorly. I thought it was in keeping with the entire style, especially because we were just talking about it before. How fucking on the nose is all of those Mise and Sen things in the thirties from those fucking like with the lighting and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That stuff is like literally like, Oh, she's thinking about something and has a decision to make half of her face is lit. He's walking into a dark black hallway. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh my God. So this is one of those movies where it's like, it's not about like, I mean, it is about a, there is a through plot line, but it's kind of more about stuff that isn't surface level. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a feeling it evokes kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Also, I wasn't sure this is a just total, a shot in the dark guess here, but the way they accomplished that shot of the highway that was, that was like a a fucking Mm -hmm. treadmill, right? I don't think so. No, they actually shot at, w- at one point. W- which one are you? What are you talking about specifically in it? The no, opening they, shot, and they use it a million times. You see the the lines in the middle of the road. It's going down the road at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought that might have been a treadmill where they it, painted it kind of like that. It's probably I mean, just time lapsed, right? I think it was just a, uh, on the fr- a camera on the front of a car. Yeah. At, at one point, it they does probably pull just up time to a character. Oh, okay, fine. Which, I mean, you could do through opticals just, yeah, or true, effects, yeah. but still. They did do, at the very end of the movie, they did do the head shaky thing like we saw in Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, yeah. Which I forget. I, I, read, up, know, I read up how they did it. The how shaky the, head thing. How the movie thing. ends when he basically, the character's being... Spoiler alert. The character basically in real life is being put in the electric chair. Oh, and he's yeah, driving, yeah, yeah. his yeah, fantasy, yeah. he's driving the car and... Yeah. But yes. yeah, same effect. Okay, I didn't. I didn't realize that's what he was talking about. Yeah, 
So uh, this isn't one of my favorite David Lynch movies, no. but I do enjoy it. Again, like I really like I kept being like, "All right, do you have to fuck again?" <laughs> It's really, uh, it's really too much. And there's a lot movie. of male ass in it, and it's like, <laughs> come on. That's that's not even that's not even the thing that was putting me out of it. But it's just like I don't know. They were just like uncomfortable scenes. I mean, a lot of the sex is supposed to be uncomfortable, though. Yeah, I I, I know. Like like I said, the first one that they brought in, it was like it, it was kind of supposed to be there to be uncomfortable. Yes. Again, in the acting, it's a really specifically doing a style. style. Yes. Yeah. That it's and, like it's not conventional acting. Yeah, and it's it's so clearly every actor across every the board person, is being directed if, to act yeah. this way. That doesn't mean it's good. I heard but, that the um the guy who played Pete literally David Lynch just saw a fucking picture of him and was like, "That's the guy." That happens sometimes. Yeah, that's that all probably more than you think. But, yeah, really. <laughs> that was it. He's like he didn't even fucking read or anything. That that's the guy. I mean, at least at least the guy was an actor. That that happens yeah. sometimes with people who aren't even actors. Right. Yeah, they made that fucking Florida project movie where they use like an Instagram influencer. Oh, Apparently worse. she pulled it off cuz she was playing herself basically like. Okay. Yeah. And uh again, I actually gave fucking disagrees for some reason. He likes a band called Diarrhea Planet, but Fucking multiple platinum, multiple platinum, multiple uh, platinum Grammy winning artist Nine Inch Nails doesn't make the cut in his book. No, I didn't. I don't like Nine Inch Nails, and it's I already awesome. said that. So you're wrong. <laughs> I can't not like. A I band don't even necessarily like Nine Inch Nails. I don't really care either way. But yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a detriment a to bone a detriment to the, the movie. Thing, the thing that brings it down. I was saying about the soundtrack is the stuff that's like. But it's instrumental all like fucking, and like for the movie but it's I all feel the, like. all of it is like discordy and fucking it makes you feel uneasy and it sets the mood I understand that, the that they're doing like the dissonant stuff on purpose but it's it but doesn't you can't sound just be like, this song sucks I, this, this songs that I think suck in movies that outside of a movie when used in a movie works and is good also yeah. the original music didn't stand out to me either way but I happen I to couldn't know the, honestly tell when it was or wasn't the composer for this is amazing. Angelo Battlementa. He's does he's does like most of David Lynch's stuff. Everything I think after Blue Velvet he's done and he's great. So, I, granted, it didn't stick out to me one way or the other. But I mean, the um, guy has a fucking track record. So also, uh, I like the use of L.A. Yeah, <laughs> and like from watching movies that are set in L.A., like clearly David Lynch loves L.A. By the way, but he has his own very very specific vision of what yeah, LA yeah. is. Like. Also, again, I think that also goes into the same. We, I keep bringing it up because I mean I have fucking conspiracies in the brain, but Eyes Wide Shut, where it's like he knows that there's darkness to L.A. Mm. and a lot of his movies that take place in L.A. really are like indicative of that and it tries to show like because when you think of LA you think of sunshine you think of the beach you think of the foothills but no all of his movies and a lot of other movies this is the well-tread ground is the idea that there's a dark side to LA and I like that because um well yeah of course you got the pedophiles it's juxtaposed against the fucking very traditional yeah Yeah. when you think yeah it's like Kang Easy it's just fucking whatever man it's fucking go surfing (laughs) again like you said the writing's fucking lazy yeah even the the whole premise of like you finding the tapes of someone like yeah, it's even just like, at the time it wasn't like I think he thought it was a lot more original than it was yeah. and it's since been like done a million times yeah, and yeah. arguably like and the whole loop, loop around at the end where it's like whoa he, he gave himself the message 
Yeah, that's been done today. Yeah, oh yeah, that's nothing new, yeah. So I got to give this movie, let's be realistic here, 5.6. I was just going to 6. You need to go 6? 6, six Okay. Yep. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. We got to okay. go clockwise. You have to. Have I ruined to. everything. <laughs> This this movie didn't do it for me. Uh, like we said, we've we've already reviewed Blue Velvet, so if you want to go back and listen to that episode, I feel like that's a much better David Lynch interpretation as far as, like, that's where I see more his style as. This kind of feels like the worst part of the 90s is how I feel about it. Whoa. As far as, like, that's the way it makes me feel. Like, the cheesy bad movie side of the Here's 90s. Here's the problem with the way, I, I, just, I just disagree with your premise in the sense that I would say that this is more indicative of like, to me, of like the, the worst part of corny David Lynch. Lynchness. Yeah. Yes. Wait, the worst part of what? David Lynch. If you said to me this is the worst part of David Lynch, I would say, okay, that's fair, but to say it's the worst part of the 90s, it's a product of that time. I don't yeah. think so. It's a product of David Lynch, for better or worse. In that, what he shit out in the 90s. Sure. Which, a lot of which was good. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it gives me that, like, it almost reminds me of, like, the fucking Scream sequels or something like that. Well, Scream. In an odd way. I don't know. Scream is like a movie that's making fun of other movies, though. No, I know. That's why I said the Scream sequels. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, oh. Just, you just got a hate job for this. You weren't just not in the good mood when you watched it? I'm, I'm not really in a good mood, but <laughs> obviously, how can any of us be, like, given the fucking these troubling times? True. Um, is this hashtag these troubling times. I don't know. And the, the whole thing, like I said, it felt like David Lynch made a fucking softcore porn. And it's, I know it's supposed to be like un, kind of unsettling and like make you uncomfortable, but that's how it made me feel. And I'm already in a bad mood. So I'm going to hate on, okay. if I'm going to hate on a David, uh, a Lynch movie, I'm going to hate on this one. Oh, this works. As, as far as that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, fucking we, well, we, <laughs> we watched fucking Dune too, which was not very good. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> I recommend you watch a straight story and then tell me what you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Lost Highway. I don't know. And you're saying that like people are they were going for like a specific style of the acting, but a lot of the acting just Gabe, seems bad. I feel like acting's lost on you a lot when it's not traditional, realistic acting. Yeah, I feel. I feel like you, if it's not like it doesn't sound like real life, you hate it. And, and I understand why it that is. A is that's, it's a, It's especially right now. It's very popular. With every everything's like, oh my god, you can't even tell they're acting. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very popular, especially in those. I fucking what do they call I, it? I I hate Bill Pullman, so that's probably a big deciding factor <laughs> I, in my not so liking the movie. I get it. No, but like like for you know what set that fucking um, precedent in in motion? I think was that was fucking Breaking Bad was the first show where they were oh. like, oh, let's make it like very natural, like you know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll make- I like that show so. Yeah, I don't know. No, there's I nothing wrong with that really style. Like... It's just, you know. No, I know. I get what... I know what you're saying. It's it's yeah. kind of like the intricacies of it can be like lost on me just because it's not something I'm it's, like... It's not your it's style. It's not in yeah. style. Yeah. No, that's what it is. And all these, all these reviews and all our ratings is like, these are all personal ratings. Otherwise, yeah, fucking yeah. like, why would we... Why would we just go on fucking Rotten Tomatoes I was, and... I was going to say, you, you and see what you what see what see, you think you think. Let's no. see if I like this movie or not. <laughs> Literally, what I was gonna say. Let me go on Rotten Tomatoes and see if I like this. Movie. For instance, we, we we did Happiness on another episode too, and it's like I could see that that was a good movie, and but it it didn't get that high of a score from me. I think it got around a six point twenty five six. 
five, something like that. Because it made you feel because it, bad. I did, it made me feel bad because Which, of the subject the matter. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't a bad movie. But this, I wouldn't like recommend somebody go out and watch it. I didn't have a good time with this movie. It was a little too long. It was kind it was, of yeah. it was too long. I agree. It was kind of smell farty, but like not deep enough to be smell farty. Do you know what I mean? To me, overly deep at times. Yeah, really. I think you have to kind of dig to even like yeah. f- make any like logical sense out of it. It's not a straight ahead uh, plot, especially with the whole fucking changing the character. Like, <laughs> yeah, which is like the, understand. the core of the film. <laughs> not uh, a conventional story to be told. It, it didn't do it for me. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't like Nine Inch Nails, Scott. You should be. I'm not going to give it you a like recommend. You like Rammstein, though, don't you? You didn't like all the Rammstein? Rammstein. I, I just like, like, Duhast. I'm pretty, like... Okay. I'm pretty, like, uh, normie when it no, comes I, to No, I just Rammstein. thought it worked very well in the movie. I but. thought it was funny that the first time you hear them is actually during the porn scene. I'm pretty sure they, like, made a porn music video as a band. <laughs> Probably. But they're, like, German, so of course they did something fucking weird like sure. that. yeah. I'm going to give it like a 4.5 just under a recommend because it's like I just really didn't this movie didn't vibe with me dog I don't think it's atrocious and I don't think it's not worth watching it has has merits my favorite thing is uh, the mystery man in it because he's just so striking every time he came on screen it caught my attention like back into the movie Mm, and he spaced out enough in there to where it'll keep your attention even if that's the only thing which was really the only thing that was really grabbing me consistently yeah he utilized him perfectly there's good shots and good like cinematography in the movie but other than that there's there wasn't really a lot i had to go off of on this one especially like and it's like i said personally but yeah okay i will say that i picked this movie and i kind of wish i had picked a different movie because i was between this and mulholland drive and i actually haven't seen that one so i actually think it's a better movie in most ways i just don't like the style of that movie quite as much as the style visually mm-hmm. mood um, wise uh, as I do Lost Highway and I do like this movie and I am going to defend it I'll first say that the dialogue I forgot how fucking bad it was yeah. it was awful and I love dialogue so I actually don't know why I like this movie as much as I do because it, the two things that are huge for me are dialogue and acting and this movie does not really deliver on either of those things but the mood this movie creates a world so fucking well that yeah. is so well defined and that alone to me like this movie i couldn't give it below a 6 just based on that mm-hmm. i think the cinematography is actually like great overall mm-hmm. i mean there are definitely shots that stick out and some that maybe don't but i wouldn't say there's any bad cinematography I noticed at all. that the ones that were less striking were more boilerplate like fucking mystery movie ones yeah and that's and then part- the ones that were good were very lynch yeah and that's part of his the whole mystery like cliche mystery aesthetic mm-hmm. um film noir aesthetic that's just part of david lynch's oh that's a good point you aesthetic. mentioned before and i i guess i kind of get this but i didn't really solidify this in my head but you said before he's got like a very black and white view of morality and that's so in line with a detective movie yeah exactly (laughs) it's like i'm the good guy this is the good guy which lends himself to making a noir movie and even blue velvet it's like very much like light and dark here's the good girl here's the bad girl do you want the good girl or do you want the bad girl do you want to be in this nice 1950s like lumberton like uh, iconic town or do you want to go into the underbelly yeah and you're a you know clean cut american kid and but you're just drawn to the underbelly you're also a fucking weirdo 
also David Lynch, yeah. who deep down is drawn to the, the yeah. darkness, the underbelly. And uh, this movie does the same thing. I don't think as well. Definitely not. This is no. not his best movie by any means. And I would honestly not, especially after this viewing, I wish I hadn't recommended it that we watch it for the show. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I wasn't too upset. <laughs> I've been down that road a couple yeah, times we, myself. Oh, oh, yeah. We talked about uh, Bird Box earlier. <laughs> um, hey, that was, that was, uh, that was a hit that at the time. That was a cultural phenomenon. O- overall, I would, sit, uh, I would recommend this to people who enjoy David Lynch movies. If you've seen yeah. his other movies and you're into yeah, that vibe and aesthetic. That's a, that's not a, if he really only likes a straight stuff. <laughs> that's the fairest assessment of the movie that you've given. If you're a David Lynch fan, yes. Yeah. That's a go ahead. If you're about the aesthetic, because it does the aesthetic. Yeah. If, if you're just about the aesthetic alone, it does it about as well as any of his yeah. movies do. But it's possibly one of his. I don't know. I haven't seen the fucking. I haven't seen fucking Firewalk with me, but it seems like his most. David Lynch movie. It's, it's absolutely up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like Blue Velvet and then this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to give this... I was not sure if I was going to give it a uh, 6 or like a 6.5, maybe a 6.25. But I'm going I'm to go with a 6.5 because I do... You got to offset me. I got to offset Gabe. Yeah, we got to bring <laughs> the median up. Gabe really shat in my mouth tonight, so I got to <laughs> fucking get some kind of come up. You usually like it. <laughs> well, we don't like to talk about that. Yeah. So, um... Yep, that's our scores uh, for the week. And uh... <laughs> so, if you uh, would like to request a movie or have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, shoot us an email at cinemapocalypsenow@gmail.com. Please help us. It's so hard to make the show now with nothing going on. Please, anything. Also, I'm lonely. Um, he's looking at you, Denzel. Yeah, seriously, he's been in, uh, irreparable in this time. Um, uh, irre- irreplaceable um, and uh, so yeah follow me on Instagram I've been doing pretty well uh, I've been doing posted some pretty fun stuff uh, trying to make the best of this sit- these troubling times hashtag troubling times at Scott Lizard Abrams Gabe we should have made a t-shirt that just says these troubling times <laughs> hashtag these troubling times <laughs> that's good actually <laughs> Yay, about cheap guitars, cheap thrills. Uh, if you feel so inclined, I know you're probably not working. I neither am I. Uh, donate <laughs> to us on Patreon. <laughs> um, uh, we have some content up there with more coming. Uh, follow us. Uh, um, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash now. Just donate extra to the Patreon so we can get back into Airsoft. Uh, we really would like Please. to do that. You know you want to hear about that. <laughs> You, you want to hear about 30-year-old men running around their lawn <laughs> with fake guns? And hurting their hand. Ah, fucking shot me right in the knuckle. Um, so yeah, uh, be gay to yourselves and each other. And uh, die of coronavirus because it's not worth living anymore. Peace. Bye-bye. You want another beer? Uh, Do you want to after the dude break. Charity bought those for us? Oh, yeah, sure. There's zero sugar Baja Mountain Dew, which I oh. didn't even know they made. Yeah, oh. I'll take one. I'll take one. <laughs> I, I'll take one, but I'm not going to have it until after the break. The beer, I mean. Talks about beer a lot. Talks Thank about you. beer a lot. Don's cracking open a cold one with the boys. Oh, yeah. yeah.